T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current from Monday, March 21st. During the early months, and especially through the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic, eviction moratoriums were a lifesaver for countless Americans and Bay Area residents who lost jobs or regular work and a regular paycheck. But in California, as with much of the rest of the country, those protections have all but expired. Here in California, the statewide eviction moratorium ended back in October, and even the extension for qualified tenants will end later this month. Everywhere but the city of Oakland and Alameda County, where they've decided to keep their COVID-related eviction moratoriums in place. But two years into the pandemic, it's not only the renters feeling the financial pain. Recently, my KCBS colleague Lisa Chan and I were in the East Bay to meet a woman with a nightmare story that's becoming more common for independent landlords renting private homes in Oakland and Alameda County. Lisa takes it from here. Two years ago, during the COVID lockdown, the city of Oakland and Alameda County banned most evictions with an eviction moratorium. It might have been necessary at the time, but now some landlords have endured almost two years of not receiving rent from tenants. So now a group of landlords have come together to file a lawsuit in federal court to end the eviction moratorium. This is my mother and a friend, and this is outside 92nd. Mm. That's the house. Mm -hmm. That's the back part of the house. Jacqueline Watson Baker is one of those landlords who joined the lawsuit. Her tenants stopped paying rent before the pandemic, and she was in the process of evicting him. And then the moratorium hit. And so then he started saying, I don't have to pay because of the moratorium. And so he didn't pay. And that's the way it's been. This tenant is living in a home that Jacqueline inherited from her mother, who successfully acquired multiple properties. But this one was the first investment property she ever purchased 60 years ago with the help of her friend, who was white. And my mother found this duplex on 92nd in East Oakland at a time when um, there wasn't many blacks, if any, living in East Oakland. And um, she was an LVN. And she tells, she only tells the story to a point, and she would always tell us that she had a very good friend who she was talking to about her dreams of owning property and the difficulty of purchasing in East Oakland. And this friend said, I'll help you. Jacqueline has fond memories of the duplex. She remembers playing jacks while her mom painted and made repairs. I definitely wanted to, wanted it to stay in the family. Um, that's how you build generational wealth. And I think that we're very good landlords. My mother trained us to be very fair landlords. Um, if a tenant calls and says something is not right, we fix it. We don't wait. But Jacqueline wasn't able to fix anything inside the duplex because the tenant wouldn't give her access to it for five years. Her lawyer suggested they offer the tenant a buyout, money to leave. So my attorney was like, 
well, why don't we just offer him something? And I was like, no, why am I offering, you know, unfortunately I didn't get it. I didn't get the concept. I didn't get the understanding. You are living in someone's house. You uh, owe the rent. Why aren't you paying the rent? And so I'm going to pay you to move and you still owe me money. I could not get that it through my head. And so he said to me, he said, Jacqueline, I just hope you never regret that you didn't offer him money. Do you regret it? Yes. She regrets it because when she finally went into the duplex nine months ago, it was trashed. We came inside and my heart sunk. The destruction is just unbelievable. A tears rolled down my face. I tried to move the tears away as fast as I could. Um, that was my legacy and it was destroyed. There were dog cages and there was um, dog poop everywhere. Up the walls, you could tell the dogs had been urinating off the walls. I went to look into the restroom and um, it would make you gag. Jacqueline complained to a city council member and was told the eviction moratorium could go on for years. She felt like she has been left with no choice but to sell the home. If the tenant was to move tomorrow, I would keep my property. Um, but the tenant's not going to move tomorrow. The tenant has already said a sheriff will have to remove him before he moves. So um, there's nothing I can do about it. I, I have to sell this. This eviction moratorium has made Jacqueline rethink whether she wants to be a landlord at all anymore. You know, Lisa, I thought about selling everything I had. But you know, it's not fair. It's not fair to my legacy. It's not fair to my children because this is how we were raised that you can have generational wealth. Clifford Freed, a partner at the law firm Freed, Williams and Grice Connor, says the eviction moratorium will actually have a domino effect on the housing crisis in the Bay Area. Well, the domino effect is that uh, owners are gonna become reluctant to invest in rental property, residential rental property in Oakland and Alameda County. They're going to take the units off the market. They're going to refuse to re-rent their properties. And ultimately, that's going to have an impact on tenants who are looking for housing. They're, despite all the housing being built in the city of Oakland and Alameda County, there's still a shortage of housing, low-income housing, middle-income housing, even high-income housing. And this moratoria is counterproductive. So why has this eviction moratorium continued in the city of Oakland and Alameda County well after the state lifted its moratorium? Because the majority of the voters in the city of Oakland and the county are renters and the people who passed the emergency legislation and the moratoria, they're catering to their voting base and they have nothing to gain by removing these moratoria uh, and everything to gain. Meanwhile, small landlords like Jacqueline are suffering. And it's like we're being ignored. Someone thinks we have we have a pocket that just is flowing of money. And it's kind of hard to believe that the city is not looking at us. Landlords have mortgages. We're not sitting on this for free. And those who don't have mortgages, they have taxes that you have to pay. So it's not really fair. The state of emergency is over as far as we can tell. Uh, there are mask mandates that are being lifted. People are going back to work in droves. The emergency's over, except 
for small landlords, landlords in the Bay Area. Uh, the emergency is still on for them. This is why Jacqueline joined a lawsuit with other landlords. She feels like her home is being taken away from her and her tenant has been given all the control over her property and life. It's a violation. It's, it's somebody looking at you and saying, you're not worth it, you're not human, um, you're not a person, you don't deserve this, how dare you have this? That's the way it feels. It feels like I have a right, you know, my, my family built all of this up and I have you in here tearing it up. And that's what was so hard, was the destruction was hard. I'm hoping that uh, the, the lawmakers of the city of Oakland and Alameda County will see the lawsuit, read it, and just throw their hands up and declare the state of emergency over and lift the moratoria. Do you think that's likely going to happen? I think it's uh, likely because the alternative is they'll be paying lawyers for a very long time and the city has better things to spend their money on than lawyers. KCBS spoke to Oakland Council member Lauren Taylor and he says he is sympathetic with landlords and agrees some tenants are taking advantage of the eviction moratorium and it needs to change. Thanks again to my colleague, Lisa Chan. You can see the video version of our story. See Jacqueline, see her go through the entire history of her family and its pioneering property ownership in the Bay Area at kcbsradio.com. It is also on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. Have a look. I think you'll enjoy it. And thanks for listening to today's Bay Current. New episodes are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your daily routine. Subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app and be sure to favorite Bay Current so that you get notifications for every episode every day. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and just about anywhere you listen. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.